ever desire to walk more closely with God? That should be the desire of every Christian. Join us today as Pastor Rander looks at a man that the Bible says had a unique walk with God in this message, Enoch, a man who walked with God. He will be teaching from Genesis chapter number 5, verses 22 through 24. Now let's listen in. The psalmist says in Psalms 85, 6, Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? The fourth benefit of walking with the Lord is this. Walking with the Lord will give you a spiritual perspective on the issues of your life, which will result in believers having joy in the midst of troubled times. When you walk with the Lord, the Lord will give you spiritual perspective about what you're going through. He'll give you clarity on where you are in your life. He will make some adjustments and you can adjust accordingly as he dictates simply because you are walking with the Lord. And when you have God's perspective on the issues of your life, be they great or small, listen, you won't fall to pieces and you won't run to quack doctors and you won't get on drugs and you won't sit there and medicate yourself to death because you don't have God's perspective on the issues of life. Dr. Field is not going to give you God's perspective. Oprah can't give it to you. The media can't give it to you. And all these other talk shows can't give you God's perspective. Only the word of God gives you the clarity of God's perspective that you you need. And when you begin to see things from God's point of view, you can take what you're going through better because you have been talking and walking with God. James chapter 1 verse 2 says, my brother encountered all joy when you fall into various trials. You Joy and trials? That doesn't make sense. It does make sense if you have his spiritual perspective, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Number five, another benefit of walking with God, God's divine favor and blessings are upon those who walk with God. God's divine favor and blessings are upon those who walk with God. Uh, Psalms 37, 4 and 5 says, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Whatever you're going through, whatever challenges you have, realize that God will bring it to pass as you keep on rejoicing in the God of your salvation. Keep on walking with him. Keep on living for him. Keep on serving him. Keep on worshiping him. And you will receive God's divine favor and you will receive God's divine blessings upon your life as you walk with God. The sixth benefit of walking with God is this. Those who walk with God will have his divine protection. Those who walk with God, who live for God, who love God, who pursue righteousness, will have God's protection. Psalms 91 verses 1 and 2 says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him I will trust. God will protect you. 
He will protect you from the enemy. He will protect you from, from those who are trying to throw rocks and hide their hands. He will protect you from the schemes and all the diabolical satanic stuff that relatives and co-workers and supervisors and, and people do against you. God will overrule all that stuff and make it work for your good and the glory of Almighty God. Don't expect now, don't expect God's protection while you're rebelling against him at the same time. You can't live like the devil and expect God to protect you. No, no, no. God will allow Satan to whip you. That's right. And if you're his child, he will take you to his divine woodshed and give you a spiritual paddling like you won't believe. Just like he mocked Cain, he knows how to mock you. And you're not too old to be whipped. Don't you get sassy with God. Don't you talk back to God. Don't you pout on God. He's a holy God. God hears everything you say. And everything you don't say. He even knows your thoughts. And he knows how to judge you. And whoop you into righteousness. Number seven. The blessedness of walking with God is this. Inner healing comes to those who walk with God. Inner healing comes to those who walk with God. This is so powerful. Inner healing comes to those who walk with God. Psalms 103 verses 3 and 4 says, Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from destruction? Satan in this world would have destroyed you if it were not for the protective hand of God. And God knows how to heal you when you've been hurt. Psalms 147.3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He heals the brokenhearted. Have you ever had your heart broken? Have you ever had anybody to break your heart? Somebody you love? Close friend? Associate? Husband? A wife? Boss, somebody that you confided in and the relationship went south and they put all your business in the street to get even. Have you ever been brokenhearted? And I declare to you today that there are many in this house by radio and television. You are in here today and your heart has been heavy and your heart is broken. When you allow the word of God to saturate your life, When you allow this book to saturate your life, when you allow the Holy Spirit to arrest you, to control you, and when you begin to walk ever so close to God, on Monday you're walking with God, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you walk in a fellowship with God, Saturday, and can't wait till Sunday to worship with the people of God. I mean, you walking with God January, February, March, April, May, all the way to December. You're walking with God. And then when you get on your knees uh, just before midnight, before the turning of another year, you pray saying, God, help me to walk with you more in this brand new year that we're about to see. You ought to be determined to walk with God. You see, when you do that, when you walk with God, Allow your life to be saturated with God. Allow the Holy Spirit to arrest you. You know what God will do? He will heal your emotional turmoil. When you saturate your life with this book, 
when you are rested by the Spirit of God, when you walk close to him, he will heal your emotional turmoil, your emotional wounds. The Lord, when you walk with him, he will heal your depression. Some of you are depressed and medicine hasn't healed that depression. It's because medicine most often can't do what God can't do. Now, I'm not saying medicine doesn't have its place. This is you go to the doctor and pray as you go. Amen. And, and then even then you better be praying. But the doctor in and of itself can't lift depression. You know what? When you, the closer you get to God, God lifts that mental confusion. And we're in a confused world. Confusion of thoughts. You know what? When you get close to God, you know what he will lift? He will lift those suicidal thoughts and those tendencies. And I'm talking to somebody here by radio and television, somebody right here sitting next to you, behind you, in front of you. They've had suicidal thoughts because of the challenges, and they just want to check themselves out of this world. And that's just as satanic as it can get. God gave you your life. God brought you in this world, and he knows when to take you out. Don't play God with your life. You turn to Jesus. There's nothing that intrudes into your life that God can't take care of it. Let Jesus fix it for you. He knows just what to do. Whenever you pray, just let him have his way. Let Jesus fix it for you. And let me tell you something. When you get close to God and walk with him, he will break those addictions. Many of you can't walk with God because of the addictions. You're addicted to cell phones. You're addicted to internet, iPods. You're addicted to all those apps. You got more apps than your phone can hold. How many more apps will you need? I mean, you're gone crazy. You, you just, you, you just, all of that stuff, you're laughing because it's true. Addiction to shows, reality shows, talking, addiction to, addiction to news, addiction to money, addiction to success, addiction, addicted to power and popularity and greed and all of these things, addicted to negative thoughts, addicted to cussing and tobacco, addicted to women, addicted to sex. Addicted to your pets. You spend more time with your pet than you do with your God. Addiction. And some of you, if you get close to God and walk with him, he'll lift the bitterness. You've been bitter too long and it's eating you like cancer. Others of you, it's anger. You've been too angry at your children or children at parents, husbands at wives, wives at husbands. I know they've done some things. There are no, listen, your wife or your husband, they can't be all things to you. Won't y'all say amen? And if you're married to them long enough, they're going to let you down. They're going to say something they should have said, shouldn't have said, and you're going to be misunderstood. You are two imperfect people serving a perfect God. But the God, the great architect of marriage, the one who created the institution of marriage, he put you together. And you say, well, I don't know. He didn't put me together. We just, we just lusted after each other. And then we just married out of the, for the sake of the baby. Okay. That may be true. But you know what? God is God enough to legitimize that marriage. That's right. It, it may not have started out the right way. But you say, you know what? 
we in it now? Are we going to turn to God? Honey, you walk with him. I'm going to walk with him. We're going to pray together. We're going to consult God together. And I know we made a mess, but we can't make a mess that God can't clean up. <laughs> Somebody don't know what I'm talking about. Hey, we can't make a mess so great that God can't clean it up. This book can clean up your unholy mess. Y'all been angry too long, too long, too long. You making God sick with all that anger. You need to regurgitate it. You need some spiritual cast oil and have a good spiritual runoff so that you can feel good inside and be all that God is calling you to be. It's too much garbage caked up into your spiritual system. Join us on Sunday, July 18th for Youth Emphasis Day. You will be extremely blessed on this special occasion as you witness Maranatha's youth lead and conduct our Maranatha service beginning with Sunday school at 9 a.m., followed by our worship celebration at 10 a.m. You see, when you get close to God, if it's his will, he will even heal your physical infirmities. You didn't hear what I said. Oh, God, help me preach. God, the God I know and the God I serve is able to even heal your physical diseases. Yes, he can. Yes, he will. Now, I'm going to put, I'm going to say something now because there's a lot of strange doctrines going on out there. It is not always God's will that everybody be healed and be made well. Sometimes God allows certain things to to carry on in your life because he wants others to come to Christ. Sometimes he will allow a sickness to glorify God like he did the blind man. You understand what I'm saying? You know, that man was born blind so that God could get the glory. You know, and Paul, as great as he was and all that he did, And as faithful as he was, he prayed three times that God would deliver him from that affliction. And God said, no, because you've been walking with me and fellowshipping with me, I'm going to heal you, Paul. He he didn't do it. He said, you know what, Paul? I'm going to let you keep it, but I'm going to give you grace to bear it. Because my grace is sufficient. Whether God heals now or whether he heals you at death, (laughs) it's all right anyhow. Because death is your ultimate healing. You do know that, don't you? Huh? It's your ultimate healing. So, so sometimes God heals. Sometimes God says no. Sometimes God says wait. And then sometimes God will heal right then and right there. And you leaping and jumping like that man that was outside of that church, at that temple. And you start leaping and jumping all over the place. It is not God's will to heal 100% of the time. God did not heal everybody he encountered. Okay? Listen, you all and always put if it's God's will in your prayer. Because the truth be told, you don't know God's will. And people say, well, you know, you just name it and claim it. Put some oil on your baby. You, you just, oh, yeah, little faith.
You walk with God, God will give you clarity of spiritual perspective. Now, somebody needed to hear that. Did you hear what I just said? And uh, and then when you walk with God, he will give you hope in the midst of hopeless society. That's that inner healing. You know what? When you begin to walk with God, he gives you rest and less stress. The closer you get to God, the less stress you're going to have. Now, you can walk with God and there are people who try to stress you out. Yeah, that's right. They'll test, they'll test your faith, test your stress level and everything else. Oh God, hear my stress come. Oh God, I'm getting weak right now. Start praying, baby. Start praying. Pray hard. Sometimes children can stress you out. Sometimes husbands can stress you out. That job can stress you out. That's why you need to go to God in the morning. You need to go at noon. You need to go at night. You need to go in between. You even need to be praying all day. All day. All day. Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you what? Rest. And some of you are so tired, so stressed, so burdened. And you know what? You're listening to me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Some of you are carrying burdens that God has not authorized you to carry. And that's why you all loaded down. And that's why you at the breaking points. And God says, come unto me. And then, you know what? When you come to Christ, and when you start walking with him, finally, but at least, deliverance from the coming day of judgment is only for Christians who walk exclusively with God. Deliverance from the coming day of judgment is only for Christians who walk exclusively with God. Listen, oh God, the flood came, but before the flood came, guess what? God took Enoch out. Huh? Took Enoch out before the flood came. Genesis 5.24 says, and Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him before that great universal flood. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 5 says, by faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. Let me talk about Enoch's departure. Among the multitudes of people who lived and died, says Adam and Eve, God only permitted two people to live and not die. Two. Two. Out of all of the people, he only permitted two to not die, and that was Enoch and Elijah. Second Kings 2.11 says, Then it happened as they continued on and talked, that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them, and Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. Two people. Now everybody's going to die. Even if God, you know, if, if you got cancer and you loaded with it, and then you go to the doctor and you prayed and folk prayed on you and you got healed and the doctor saw no signs of cancer and you are what? Cancer free. Guess what? You're going to still die if it's not for cancer, even if it's not of cancer. 
Now, you're here for that moment in time, but that doesn't mean you're going to live forever down here because you got healed. You're not going to die. You're going to die. Now, some of y'all think I'm not going to die. Repeat after me. I'm going to die unless the rapture come first. Okay? You're going to die. I don't care how strong you are. You die. White folk die. Black folk die. Crazy folk die. Wise folk die. Fools die. Preachers die. Ushers die. Atheists die. Agnostics die. Evil folk die. Rebellious dictators die. You all die. I've seen men that stood so tall and looked so strong. But after a while, they went away. I see. You got all these pretty little women walking around here shaped like a little Coca-Cola bottle. Focusing on their figure, trying to augment, augment their breasts and put extra stuff in their rear and sticking their faces to pick it up some. It's going to drop and you're going to die. You can take vitamin A, B, C, D, go to Gold Gym, E Gym, B Gym, Healthy Gym. You might well go on to eat at gyms and then die. You are going to die. But are you ready? Allow me to use my sanctified imagination. Enoch was walking with God, enjoying God. God was joining Enoch. Enoch and God was laughing and chuckling. They were just enjoying each other. They were just caught up in the spirit. It was so good. It was so exhilarating. It was so spectacular. They kept walking and enjoying and fellowshipping. And all of a sudden, God hunched Enoch. I said, Enoch, look at Saturn. That's the big dipper. He said, how did I get up here? I'm in space without a space suit. <laughs> look at that star. I know them all by name. You want me to call them to you? <laughs> There's Mars. Look, look over there. He walked. He said, I do this. Your fellowship with me got so sweet. Until I just changed my mind. Because you got a little bit closer to my house in the fellowship. Than your house. So since we're closer to my house than your house. I translated you during the course of the fellowship. You didn't hear what I said. I couldn't take you going back to your house anymore. I, I'm sick and tired of your house. I got a better house. So, so since I can't stand to be separated from you, come on to my, you already to Mars. Come on over to bright glory. He walked on to heaven and he was not. Allow me to continue to use my sanctified imagination. I can imagine down on earth, first cousin of Enoch, 
uncle to Enoch, whoever they were down there. Where's Enoch? Enoch! Oh, Enoch! We can't find, let's get a search posse. Enoch can't be found. Maybe a bear got him. Maybe he was devoured. Maybe he got lost in the woods somewhere. Oh, No sound. If Enoch could talk from glory, Enoch would look down and said, you're looking in the wrong places. I'm in heaven. And the only way you can see me again is to start walking with God. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound for me on that bright and cloudless morn, his face I shall see. When the saved of the earth shall gather in the air, when the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming soon. And all God's children said, God bless you. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683.